0: Grace and peace to all of you. We thank God for another day, another opportunity, another moment to give God praise, another moment to say thank you for another opportunity to share in God's Word. God is so gracious and so kind that there's nothing we could have done that would have allowed us to be able to be a part of this day, but yet, and still, God's grace and God's mercy still sustains us, still keeps us. God's mercy never leaves us. And for that, we are grateful. Let us pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we come together and we just love you today. God, we praise you because you are the one and only God. You are the true and the living God. You are the one who sits high, and, 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 and our elders said that you look low, but you were never in a place where it was too uh, far away for you to touch us, never in a place where you were too far away to reach us. And so, God, we are grateful for your sustaining power. Yes, sir, your sustaining power. God, we thank you for meeting us right at the point of our need. Yeah, meeting us right at the point of our need and and letting us know that you will never leave us, you will never forsake us, and we are grateful for that. Now, God, as we study your word on today, as we delve into your word on today, God, allow your word to permeate our very being. Allow it, God, to speak to the places that we have not uh, been spoken to in a while. Maybe you've, you've, you've shared this word with us, but even in this, we always need a reminder of what it is that you desire for your people to do. God, we love you on today. God, we praise you on today. God, we recognize that we can't do a thing without you. So on today, God. We pray that you would shake us out of our complacency. God, that you would move us out of a place of do-nothingness. God, that you would transition us into a place of urgency, into a place of action, into a place of power because of your word and because of your spirit. God, we now love you. God, we praise you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. So again, we thank God for each and every one of you that have assembled with us on this morning to hear what the Lord has to say. On this morning, our travels take us to Acts, the second chapter. And we're going to start at the 37th verse. Acts, the second chapter, starting at the 37th verse. And For some of you, this may sound familiar. Because it is the... Inception of the church, the inception of the church that we are reading today, Acts, the second chapter, starting at the 37th verse. From the New American Standard Bible, excuse me, it reads as follows Now, when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart. This is when Peter was preaching to the people about Jesus crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself and with many other words he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them saying be saved from this perverse generation so then those who had received his word were baptized and that day they were added about 3000 souls and they were continuously devoting themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles and all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. Verses 46 and 47 again. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart praising God having favor with all the people and the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved and word of the Lord is blessed on this morning i want to talk to you about the lifestyle of an everyday believer, the lifestyle of an everyday believer. Those of you all who are members of of his house, um, because some of us are are calling from other places. Praise God! But those who are members of his house, you remember, on Sunday we talked about transitioning from everyday Christians to being uh, from Sunday morning Christians to being everyday believers. And so there is a lifestyle that the everyday believer takes on. Again, this was when the church first began. So often we talk about, uh, well, you know, there's some things you have to move into. There's some things you have to get used to when you become a believer. And I want to dispel that myth. I want to do away with that type of thinking, thinking that it takes time for God to do things. The scripture says in verse 43 that miracles, signs, and wonders were taking place through the apostles. Miracles, signs, and wonders were taking place through the apostles. Have you ever heard of someone who's gone to a deliverance service and maybe they were alcoholic or maybe they were addicted to something or another? But when they got into the house of prayer and the saints prayed for them, there was a time that the mothers and the saints would tarry. Come on, somebody. You ever heard that word before? They would tarry with the saints at the altar for them to receive what it is they needed from God, whether they needed to to get delivered from something, whether they desired to have the gift of the Holy Ghost. The saints would stay at the altar praying with them till they got what they needed from the Lord. And while that might sound like a big thing of alcoholism or or being uh, uh, addicted to a perverse nature, Do you know that whatever it is that you desire from the Lord at the time you get saved, you could have that? Yeah, you could have that. It didn't take you a long time to get it. Now, don't get me wrong. In some instances, you may get delivered from one thing at the time you get saved, but get delivered from other things as time goes on. But I want to dispel that myth and that rumor that it takes a while for you to get used to a lifestyle uh, of living right and, and living a certain way. These folks, the Bible says that they were Gentiles and they came from different countries. As a matter of fact, when the believers got, got filled with the Holy Ghost, they thought, the people who were outside thought that these people were drunk early in the morning. But once Peter started preaching, and he started preaching Jesus crucified, they changed their tune and they said, What must we do? What shall we do? When they got convicted, the Bible says they were pierced to their heart. And said, what shall we do? Peter said, Repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sin and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't you come back next Sunday and we're gonna baptize all of you all. Or 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 at the end of the month we're gonna have deliverance service and you come back. No, it's instantaneous. The Bible says in verse 41 those who received the word were baptized, and that day they were added about 3,000 souls. The next verse they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Saints, listen to me and hear me well. You do not have to wait. Thank you, Jesus. You don't have to wait to become an everyday believer. Believe the teaching of the word of God. You say, God, I want to be saved. You allow the word to pierce your heart. Hallelujah. Allow it to pierce your heart and you can walk as an everyday believer. Again, look at this lifestyle. They work continually, not just on Sunday, not just for the midway, midday power nugget, just not at Bible study, but they will continually Devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. It wasn't a question of, am I going to get up early this morning? It wasn't a question of, well, I I had to work six days this week. I'm not going to make it to church. They were continually, not just when they assembled together, but continually by themselves, devoting themselves. They were getting the teaching they needed from the word of God. Now back there, they didn't have a Bible to go to. They didn't have a, a, a parchment to go through. What they had was the apostles giving direct downloads from glory. So that's why they assembled together. Today God has blessed us with written and these days digital copies of the word of God. How often are you digging into that word? Is it continual? Are you allowing the word to dwell with you richly, not just sparsely? Huh? To fellowship. When are you connecting with another believer during the week? And I'm not just talking about one in your family. Come on, Zion. Fellowship to the breaking of bread. Everybody got to eat. Come on. These folks had meals together. Verse 46 said, they continued with one mind in the temple, so they came together to worship together, and breaking bread from house to house. They were taking their meals together. Look at this. With gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the People, they weren't picking and choosing. Oh, y'all don't want to walk with me today. They weren't picking and choosing. God has got to change all of us from being selective of the believers that we'll be with. Huh? You got to start checking yourself. Why is it that I won't hang with this believer? I know they saved. Huh? They they too saved. Y'all, we got to stop that now. Now, don't get me wrong now. There is an essence of authenticity and realness you ought to be able to experience with a believer. But by the same token, is there really a such thing as being too saved? Huh? It, is it really? We have character preferences. I, I get that. Don't get me wrong. But nobody should ever be shortchanged out of you fellowshipping with them. But let me say this last thing before this time gets away from me. Verses 44 and 45, listen to me. And all those who have believed were together and had all things in common, and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. The last thing I want to say to you is that none of us should go without when we're in the midst of believers. None, 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 last time, none. None of us should go without when we are in the midst of believers. But on the flip side of that, quit being so prideful that you don't tell another believer that you're in need. That's what we're here for, and we're what? So much better together. The lifestyle of an everyday believer. Let's pray. Gracious God and our Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for reminding us of what our lifestyle should be like. God, I pray that this word would pierce our hearts and God would cause us to look in that mirror to see how we're measuring up with your word. God, help us to be your change agents today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Go out and have an amazingly God-blessed day in Jesus' name.